Hello and welcome to this week's Three Shifts edition by Six Pages. The source for far-reaching market shifts and what they mean. It's January 22nd, 2021. I'm Eric Thompson and here are the three shifts that you need to know this week. One, big tech firms team up with automakers on EVs and autonomous vehicles. Two, Amazon's custom white label voice assistants built on Alexa. And three, Will Apple launch a paid podcast subscription? Shift one. Big tech firms team up with automakers on EVs and autonomous vehicles. Electric and autonomous vehicle R&D is an expensive undertaking, a capital game for players with very deep pockets. Among the big tech firms, Google affiliate Waymo was a notable early player in autonomous vehicles, investing a reported $5 billion plus and taking on $3.2 billion in outside funding last year. Few other tech firms have demonstrated willingness to invest at that level. Despite meaningful efforts from Uber, which sold its self-driving unit to Aurora last year for $4 billion, Apple, whose Project Titan vehicle project has been an open secret for years, Amazon, which acquired Zooks for $1.3 billion last year, and Baidu, which has been developing its open Apollo platform since 2017. There has been growing recognition among both tech firms and automakers of the need to share the outsized costs and risks of future technologies. The past two weeks have seen big tech firms partnering up with key players in electric and autonomous vehicles as they seek to establish their respective positions in these still early spaces. Apple is in talks with Hyundai to partner on production of an autonomous electric vehicle. Hyundai subsidiary Kia would likely lead the collaboration with manufacturing in the U.S. Project Titan, under new leadership from Apple AI chief John John Andrea as of December 2020, has been engaging in discussions with multiple automotive suppliers as it looks to have a beta version of the vehicle by 2022 and be in production as early as 2024. The vehicle would use Apple's proprietary self-driving system, chip, and battery design. The latter reportedly could radically reduce battery cost and increase vehicle range. Microsoft made its first major push this week into self-driving vehicles when it joined a $2 billion-plus funding round in GM's autonomous subsidiary Cruise that valued it at $30 billion. As part of the investment, Microsoft Azure will become both Cruise and GM's preferred cloud platform for connected vehicles and digitization initiatives. Microsoft has had a connected car business unit since at least 2017, offering services such as cloud and edge computing, data management, and infotainment to automakers. For example, Renault-Nissan, Volkswagen, BMW, Daimler, and Ford. Chinese search giant Baidu, whose open Apollo autonomous vehicle platform has about 200 partners, recently announced it will create a new electric vehicle brand in partnership with Geely, China's largest privately owned automaker and sister company to Volvo. While Geely will make the vehicles under its new EV platform offering, the venture will be structured as a Baidu subsidiary and incorporate its Apollo autonomous technology and connected services such as mapping and voice assistance. The Baidu Apollo autonomous fleet claims 4.4 million miles of testing across nearly 500 vehicles. In a separate venture, WeChat owner Tencent is also partnering with Geely to work on autonomous driving technology and quote-unquote intelligent cockpits. For example, smart surfaces, multi-screen interactions, and voice assistance. The alliances will also collaborate on other parts of the car lifecycle, such as R&D, manufacturing, marketing, and after-sales services. Chinese e-commerce giant Alibaba 
and state-owned SAIC Motors, China's largest automaker, also just unveiled their first autonomous EV under the joint GG Motor brand launched November 2020. Alibaba is contributing its AI and big data capabilities, while SAIC owns production. SAIC and Alibaba have partnered on mobility tech since 2015, when they jointly founded Banma Network Technology, which provides in-car operating systems and solutions to auto manufacturers, for example, FAW Volkswagen and GAC NIO. For a while, it looked like big tech might largely act as a technology provider rather than owning the customer relationship. Certainly Waymo was signaling that direction. With the recent moves, however, it's looking like big tech, particularly the more consumer-oriented brands, is increasingly looking to interface more directly with consumers in connected vehicles. For big tech, connected vehicles can serve as yet another avenue to entangle consumers in their ecosystem of services. For example, payments, maps, messaging, and voice assistance. Few tech firms, however, are seriously considering mass production of vehicles. If anything, they are continuing to signal the desire to focus on software and IP and partner for the vehicle built. Automakers with their capital-intensive factories and manufacturing know-how will still be needed, though some have expressed wariness about becoming a commoditized OEM factory for tech-branded cars. The key question continues to be, who will own the customer relationships? And the answer might be different for each alliance. To read more content related to EVs and autonomous vehicles, check out our January 7th, 2021 brief, Breaking Down the EV Barriers, Vehicle Range, Price, Charging Infrastructure. In our April 28th, 2020 brief, Robotaxis, Local Delivery, and the Future of Driverless Ground Vehicles. Shift 2, Amazon's Custom White Label Voice Assistance Built on Alexa. Last week, Amazon announced its new Alexa Custom Assistant, or ACA, service that will let enterprises use Alexa to create custom-branded voice assistants for their own products. Enterprise developers can customize their assistant's voice, wake words, and skills, and also provide users with access to Alexa's library of pre-built skills. For example, local search, traffic, weather, and alarms. Custom assistants built on ACA can integrate with both Amazon's Alexa as well as the enterprise's own virtual assistants. For example, if an individual asks a custom assistant to play an audible audiobook or roll down a window, it could route to different places. According to Amazon, the service, now available in 15 countries, can support products in many industries, including automotive, consumer electronics, mobile apps, smart devices, and gaming. Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, the first customer of the service, is building a custom assistant for several vehicle models. For enterprises, the draw would be the ability to leverage Amazon's established Alexa technology and in-house experts to make it easier, faster, and cheaper to build branded voice assistants. For instance, enterprise developers would use the familiar Alexa Skills Kit framework to develop the custom features, with access to a more complete and integrated set of tools rather than the piecemeal services available through Amazon AWS. Developers would also be able to tap Alexa's growing ecosystem of skills to continually update capabilities. Amazon's Achilles heel in the realm of the AI assistance has always been its lack of a mobile operating system foothold. However, it has shored up a strong position in smart speakers, a market expected to grow 21% and reach 163 million devices in 2021. With the most extensive ecosystem and largest installed base of smart speakers outside China, 
recently leading Google in speaker shipments, Amazon is among the frontrunners in the race for an ambient AI. With the new custom assistant offering, Amazon is trying to entrench itself into even more environments. Under ACA, Amazon will manage the user data, which the company could use to accelerate learning and develop new capabilities for Alexa. In the Fiat-Chrysler relationship, for instance, Amazon would manage user data for those who sign in with their Amazon account and share with Fiat-Chrysler only users' intent. This is likely to give interested enterprises pause, given Amazon's ambition to own customer relationships and its history of reportedly using partner data to develop competing products. To read more content related to big tech firms and AI assistants, check out our July 15th, 2020 brief, Who Will Be the Next Set of Big Tech Firms? And our November 19th, 2019 brief, Underdogs in the Smart Home, Apple, Samsung, and Ikea. Shift 3. Will Apple launch a paid podcast subscription? Last week, it was reported that Apple, the first podcast platform back in 2005, was planning a subscription service that would charge listeners for access to podcasts. The tech firm has reportedly engaged in partner discussions and discussed stepping up investment in content and marketing. Apple's podcast app currently offers access to over 1.5 million shows for free, drawn largely from RSS feeds, like most platforms. Apple's proposed subscription service is likely a reaction to the erosion of its leading position among podcast platforms with Spotify taking share over the past four years, especially in non-U.S. markets. As Spotify has aggressively pushed into podcasting, Apple has followed in turn, albeit slowly, investing in exclusive original content and acquiring podcast station startup Scout FM in September 2020. Spotify's vision is still to become the world's number one audio platform. Bringing podcasts into its larger music platform has been key in driving higher engagement and conversions to paid subscriptions, as well as expected margin improvement from lower-cost listening. Since 2019, Spotify has spent nearly $900 million on podcast content and technology, including over 600 exclusive shows through studio acquisitions and licensing shows by Joe Rogan and Michelle Obama, among others. It's also investing in analytics and programmatic ad insertion, and toying with the idea of its own subscription podcast service. Spotify's efforts are working. It now offers nearly 2 million podcasts and has converted over 20% of its 320 million users into podcast listeners. Exclusive shows have been a driver, accounting for over 19% of Spotify's podcast listening. Amazon, the third largest music service, has lately been expanding its presence in podcasting, both to increase engagement in its audio offerings and take a position in podcast advertising. In September 2020, It expanded its Amazon Music paid offering to include over 70,000 podcasts, with a handful of original shows. In October 2020, it added over 100,000 podcasts to its Audible audiobook-focused platform, which also includes exclusive podcasts. Then, in December 2020, Amazon acquired podcast publisher and distribution network Wondery for reported $300 million to gain access to its shows. Amazon's interest shouldn't be surprising given its now-massive ad business and growing adoption of programmatic ad insertion. The allure of a subscription-based service can be understood, given their success in software and video streaming. A high-quality subscription-based service has the potential to attract the next layer of popular established podcasters below the podcast superstars like Joe Rogan. For a podcast platform, it suggests a more scalable way to bring in exclusive content 
without having to sign $100 million deals. It's not clear, however, whether enough people are willing to pay for subscriptions when so much content is available for free. Paid subscription podcast platform Luminary has struggled in the U.S., although smaller European subscription platforms in local languages, for example Podimo, have gotten traction. It may be that the podcast's roots in the open RSS format, combined with a highly fragmented marketplace of creators and relatively low cost of production, will prevent the subscription model from being workable. Podcast advertising, on the other hand, promises to be a $1.1 billion market this year in the U.S. While still relatively small compared to radio's $14 billion, podcasting has some particularly attractive features for advertisers. An audience that tends to be younger, educated, and affluent. Highly engaged listening patterns that mean relatively low ad skipping. Ability to target audiences without using cookies. And relevance in multiple environments. For example, at home, in cars, and on the go. As Spotify has seen, that engagement also overflows to other content and offerings on the same platform, such as music and paid subscriptions, with an improvement in metrics, in Spotify's words, quote, almost too good to be true, end quote. Akin to video streaming, high-quality content will be the differentiator for the audio platforms that win out. As Apple saw with its Apple TV Plus offering, the engagement flywheel doesn't work if the content isn't a draw. Personalization and user experience are also becoming increasingly important. With the relatively low cost of podcast production and the pace at which shows can be pumped out, users are facing an overwhelming amount of content, a problem technology is well-suited to solve. To read more content related to podcasting, check out our July 17th, 2020, Three Shifts edition, Sirius XM invests in podcast advertising and analytics in a race against Spotify. And our December 3rd, 2019 brief, Spotify's podcast-driven growth in the trajectory of podcasting. That's it for this week's Three Shifts edition. If you'd like to read more content and you're not already subscribed, head to sixpages.com to sign up for free summaries of our deeply researched briefs and the Three Shifts edition straight to your inbox. Keep an eye out for our upcoming brief on the growing promise and requirements for 5G. And talk to you again on next week's Three Shifts edition. Three Shifts edition.